Coming up, we've got last night's Trophy Cup and KKM Giveback Classic results. Plus, we're talking what's ahead this weekend for the World of Outlaws, ASCS, Northeast Modifieds, and more. Let's go. Today is Friday, October 22nd, 2021. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. When you pair one of the best young talents in open wheel racing with one of the top crew chiefs, odds are you're going to have pretty good results, and that was definitely the case last night at Trophy Cup. The first of two prelim nights for the 360 Sprint Car event took place at Thunderbolt Raceway in Tulare, California, and at the end, it was Buddy Kofoid standing on the top step of the podium. He started third and raced past early leader Caleb Montgomery on lap 10 and then drove away to the victory. Pennsylvania star Anthony Macri banged the boards late to finish second. DJ Netto was third, Corey Day fourth, and Kyle Hurst finished fifth. Dominic Selzy, Tyler Courtney, and Corey Eliasson were all also top 10 finishers. It was a rough night for some drivers with both guys like Rico Abreu and Justin Peck not transferring in from their B-mains. Obviously, with so many cars out there, it's not surprising that some of those bigger names are not going to make it into the features. Back to Kofoid, we haven't seen him in a sprint car a ton this season. Uh, he's been focusing on the USAC Midget Championship, and he was getting some pavement late model experience before he had a big crash over the summer, uh, over the summer and suffered some injuries. Him being paired this week with Paul Silva and the Works Limited 57 is a combination I think a lot of us were excited to see. It definitely paid uh, off in a big way last night. Silva's obviously gotten a ton of attention lately because of his work with Kyle Larson, but he's also been uh, successful with other drivers this season when Larson hasn't been available. Silva and Justin Sanders picked up some King of the West wins earlier this year, and now Silva and Buddy are probably the favorite for the remainder of the weekend at Trophy Cup. Looking towards tonight and the weekend, the kind of 85 or so cars in attendance will line it back up for another round of prelim action tonight, with event points setting things up for Saturday's big show. The champion will take down $26,000. If you can't be at Tulare, the cushion has the live stream. I know some folks are turned off by the price of the stream over at the cushion for the Trophy Cup, and I certainly understand why. I also get, though, why they price it the way they did, but it's a big ask to get folks to drop nearly $100 on a three-day package, especially in this day and age of lower price subscriptions from the other services. For the rest of the weekend, if you want to keep up with Trophy Cup in a free way, find Alex Neaton on Twitter. He's at Alex Neaton. That's A-L-E-X-N-I-E-T-E-N. He does a ton of stuff for the King of the West uh, series and Speed Sport, and he's live tweeting from the track all weekend. He posted interview videos last night uh, post-race as well with Kofoid, Kyle Hurst, and Macri all talking about the racing. Definitely super grateful that there are guys out there like him that provide coverage uh, for some of these events that are kind of a little off the national radar. It's something the dirt racing community as a whole needs to do a better job of, I think, in the future, making sure there is plenty of information and coverage coming out of some of these events. Hopefully with bigger car counts and more stars in the field, events like the Trophy Cup can expand in the future. I also want to shout out, if you're looking uh, at the YouTube video right now, uh, the photo on the screen uh, of Buddy Kofoid from Paul Trevino, I have a really great group of photographers that help me out with not only the show, but the website as well. Paul sent me this one this morning and, and guys like Paul Arch and Josh James and Pete McDonald, you see a lot of his images on here, Dan McFarlane, Wayne Regal. Uh, I've got a great group of photographers that help me out with this show. So definitely shout out to them for all that they do as well. 
Night one of the Keith Coons Give Back Classic at Port City Raceway is complete with four drivers now locked into Saturday's 600cc micro feature. Last night's A-Main was wild with Frank Flood taking the pole over Kenan McIntosh. Those two battled for the lead in the early going with Gavin Boeschel on the move behind them from sixth. At one point, we had a pretty fierce fight between the top three with Flood and Boeschel eventually stretching away from the rest of the top five. Inside 10 to go, the leaders were in lap traffic, and unfortunately for Flood, he tangled with Kale Drake and ended up flipping wildly into turn three. The crash ended his night and handed the lead to Boeschel for the restart. The Swindell Speed Lab 5 machine was able to get clear and drive away to the $1,000 victory. Gavin Miller, McIntosh, and Jeffrey Newell completed the top four, and all of those guys are now locked into Saturday's feature. Tonight at Port City, we do it all over again with the other half of the field. $1,000 is again going to the winner with four more locking into Saturday's main event. The winner of the big Saturday show will then get to choose between a $15,000 payday or a ride with Coons at the Chili Bowl coming up in January. If you missed last night's program and want to watch it or racing through the weekend, you can do so over at Mav TV+. It feels like forever since we talked about them, but the World of Outlaws Sprint Car Series is back racing tonight after basically two weeks off. The last time out, it was Kerry Madsen and Spencer Baston picking up wins at Port Royal Speedway, and tonight the series heads to Lakeside Speedway in Kansas, with just five features remaining in the season. In the race for the championship, David Gravel has closed to within 92 points of Brad Sweet, but it's still going to be a tall task for Gravel to really make this close headed to World Finals. It's about 46 positions between the two, which means Gravel needs to average beating Sweet by more than nine spots per night. The last three trips for the Outlaws to Lakeside have been won by Darren Pittman, Donnie Schatz, and Shane Stewart, who in 2021 driving the JJR 41. Fortunately for Gravel, though, over that three-race span, Brad Sweet and Donnie Schatz lead all drivers in average finish at Lakeside at 3.67. Sweet have, uh, has finishes of sixth, third, and second. Gravel's average finish in his last three appearance, uh, appearances at Lakeside is ninth, with results of 14th, 7th, and 6th. Sweet has also outqualified Gravel at Lakeside recently, topping him by more than four positions on average. And I think looking ahead to the coming weeks, Sweet will be favored over Gravel at nearly every track the rest of the way based on past performance. So you uh, kind of start to understand what that two team is kind of up against. Uh, and why Gravel probably needed to do just a little bit more in the past weeks in Pennsylvania to really make this fight a little closer. As for a win pick for tonight, the DirtTracker.com analytics prediction formula likes Donnie Schatz. He's been obviously been good at Lakeside in the past, and over the past 5 and 10 races with the series, he has the best average finish of any driver. If you can't be at Lakeside tonight, you can watch live on Dirt Vision. The championship battle with the ASCS National Tour culminates this weekend at I-30 Speedway for the Short Track Nationals. Blake Hahn enters with a 52-point lead over rookie J.J. Hickel with just these two race nights left to decide it. But a packed field will make things difficult for the two drivers this weekend. At last check, there were 57 cars on the entry list, and Lonnie Wheatley's piece said they expected more to be on the way, with possibly up to 70 cars taking part this weekend. Friday's racing features a full program culminating in twin 20-lap features. Points will be awarded through the night, and the top two finishers in each feature will be locked into Saturday's dash. Over to Saturday, heat races will be set by a draw, with passing points then being awarded. Those passing points will be combined with Friday's points to determine lineups for the alphabet mains. 
Saturday night's 41 lap main event will pay over 10 grand to the winner. Sam Hayford Team Jr. is the defending short track nationals winner, while the past winners list is a who's who of sprint car racing. Includes names like Sammy Swindell, Paul McMahon, Steve Kinzer, Brad Sweet, Jason Myers, Jason Johnson, and Christopher Bell. This might be a good place for points leader Han to close out the title, though, as he finished fourth last season in the main event and was the short track nationals winner in both 2018 and 2019. Like I said earlier in the week, Hickel will probably need the 52 team to have trouble over the next two nights to really have a shot at this thing. But with so many cars, anything is possible. Besides the usual cast of ASCS characters, the entry list this weekend also includes Hayfertieb, Jeff Swindell, Derek Hagar, Roger Crockett, and a bunch more. If you can't get to I-30 this weekend, you can watch live on Flow Racing. The Short Track Super Series is back in action tonight for a special non-points race the Orange County Fair Speedway in New York. The modified competitors will race for 50 laps and 5,000 to win as part of the Eastern States weekend at the track. With big money on the line on Sunday, the Friday field will be stout and includes Matt Shepard, Stuart Friesen, Anthony Perego, Matt Williamson, Larry White, and a bunch more. Saturday at Orange County will feature USAC East Coast Sprint Cars and the 358 modified Eastern States 100. Alex Bright currently leads Briggs Danner in the USAC East Coast standings and is poised to win the championship with only one race remaining following this weekend. And then on Sunday, the Big Block Modified competitors will take on Orange County for the Eastern States 200 that pays $40,000 to the winner and a nice $1,500 to start. Money Matt Williamson is the defending race winner, and with the tear he's been on lately, he might yet again be the guy to beat. But Friesen has actually won three of the past five runnings of the 200 going back to 2016. Tonight's Short Track Super Series race will be available on Flow, while the rest of the weekend can be watched through the racetrack. For more details, visit orangecountyfairspeedway.net. The winter midget racing calendar just got a little bit busier yesterday with the announcement from USAC that the Jason Leffler Memorial, which was originally scheduled for October 8th at Wayne County Speedway, is moving indoors on December 18th. The race was lost to rain back in October, but now fans will get to see it at the Southern Illinois Center in DuCoin, so rain certainly won't be a problem. The event will use a format similar to Chili Bowl with points on the line early in the night, and then the winner will take home a very nice $8,000. It will not be part of the USAC Midget Championship, though, as a special non-points event. The Leffler has been run on seven previous occasions, while the Southern Illinois Center has been the site of 10 previous USAC midget events, including most recently back in September when Daniel Robinson won a regional midget event there. More details on tickets and an event schedule are forthcoming. To see the full release, check it out at usacracing.com. There are 16 shows on the streaming schedule today, including the World of Outlaws and Dirt Vision, the Short Track Super Series, and ASCS on Flow Racing. Keith Coons Give Back Classic on Mav TV Plus and the Trophy Cup over on the cushion. There's obviously a lot more to come this weekend as well. To see the full daily streaming schedule through the weekend, hit up dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. Drop me a comment below. Let me know where you're headed this weekend, who your win picks are, uh, maybe what you're going to be tuning into on the streaming platforms. Certainly curious to see what you guys are getting into this weekend. That's it for the show today. Hope you have a good Friday and a good weekend. If you have other thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in this week. We'll be back on Monday for more Dirt Tracker Daily.